Welcome to the Dentistries for Kids podcast. We're Angelina and Cameron, and we love candy. Do you all love candy? We've learned how to enjoy all the candy we want without getting cavities or getting in trouble with our dentist. Want to learn our magic? Join us to discover how to enjoy sweets and have nice, bright, clean, shiny white teeth. Let's go. Hi, everyone. My name is Brandon Trin from the Dentistry for Kids podcast. Today, we have a very special guest joining us, someone who has devoted her life to creating beautiful and healthy smiles. Dr. Ann Pham, a general dentist and a dedicated community member, is with us today. After graduating from UCLA Dental School in 1999, Dr. Pham initially practiced in sunny California before relocating to Las Vegas in 2003, where she's been brightening smiles ever since at her office, Miracle Dental. Dr. Pham, thank you for joining us today. How are you? I am good. Thank you for asking. And uh, thanks for having me on your channel. It's an honor to be here. All right, let's get started. So, Dr. Pham, you have been working for over 24 years. That's a very long time. How did you discover your passion for dentistry? And what's been keeping you going for all these years? Well, it started out with my mom. She used to work in a dental office, and she came home with so many interesting stories. Some happy, some sad ones, some heart-touching stories, and I found it very intrigued. So I came in, volunteer, worked for dental office for a period of time, and I found myself uh, uh, growing more and more to uh, like dentistry. So I pursued that career, and when I became a dentist, I um, uh, found myself to be in those stories that I used to hear. I bring beautiful smile to people, make them smile, get them out of pain, and uh, get them to be able to eat and chew again. That reward, that uh, I found it very rewarding, and that satisfactory feeling is priceless. And that's what kept me going for the last 24 years, and uh, who knows some more. Wow, that's so amazing to hear. I'm sure I'm going to need some of that if I ever want to become a dentist. But moving on, as a general dentist, I'm sure you do so many different procedures. So can you go over the main ones that you typically do for your patients? Yes. As a general dentist, we can do um, a lot of things in dentistry to help the patients. But the most common ones that we do in our office are generally fillings and crowns. Yeah, let's talk more about fillings and crowns. So what are the main signs you look at to determine if we need a filling or a crown? Well, the first thing is that we will see, um, we would see that you have cavities on your teeth. What are cavities? Those are holes in your teeth. How are they formed? Well, they're bacteria in your mouth. But when you eat foods, specifically sugars, the bacteria would love to take these sugars on and produce acid to break down your teeth. And if you don't brush them, you don't floss them, you don't take care of them, well, these cavities get bigger and bigger. That's when you might start having pain. So when you come in, the dentist will see that you have cavities, and then we will judge to see how big your cavities are. If they are smaller than 50%, then we know that a filling can take care of the problem. But if it's bigger than 50% the whole entire tooth, then we know that the remaining part of the teeth will be very, very thin, very weak. It will not be able to hold a filling that is bigger than itself. That's when you need a crown. 
which is in a sense a jacket or a hat, a cap that covers the tooth. So when you eat, you bite down, they don't break. So that's the difference between a filling and a crown. All right, got it, got it. So can you you know break down that process of you know a filling and a crown? Like what happens in the office and what do you do on these patients? Well, to start out with, we will numb the patients, and then we will remove the decay, remove the cavity, so there will be a hole in the teeth. And uh, if you need a filling, then we just put the filling material on those teeth. Well, in general, there are usually the silver fillings and the white fillings. The silver are called amalgams, and the white ones are called composite. In my office, for the longest time, I have always um, been doing these, the white filling, the composite one exclusively. So I haven't done the, the silver for a long time. Um, and nowadays that's most likely the trend. Every patient comes in, they always also want to have the white fillings done as well. Um, after um, the fillings are placed, the dentist will smooth them, shape them, and adjust the bite to make sure that you feel comfortable, you feel like nothing had happened to the teeth so we can put it you back into your normal function um, but in case you need a crown uh, similarly we remove the cavities then we will put a material called build up into the hole then we'll shape the tooth a little smaller so that it will receive a cap a, a, a structure um, like a cap to cover it we have a machine called a scanner in the office so we can take the pictures the image of the the the, the, the repair tooth to send to the lab um, the lab will take two weeks to make the permanent crown in the meantime the patient will be having a temporary crown on top so we ask the patient to go lightly on the chewing on top of these temporary crowns after two weeks the patient come back we will take the temporary out and put the permanent crowns on they will be cement on cemented on permanently um, you can start eating chewing like you have had your teeth before without any problem so that's basically um, the steps in uh, doing fillings and crowns wow that's very good to know so let's talk about the pain level i'm sure most people really don't like having their teeth drilled so how painful are these treatments and how do you make sure your patients feel safe and less scared about these procedures well there are two parts to it one is the emotional process um, like you said people are scared they don't even want to go in they try to make excuse not to come in in the first place and then the uh, the process of procedure. So to tackle the problem, usually for me, I would like to get connected with patient, make them feel at ease, make them feel, talk to them, um, make them feel that I'm on their side, I am there to take care of them. I explain the procedure really well, make sure they understand everything from A to Z, guide them, let them know exactly what would happen next. So the anxiety level will go down. They don't put their guard up. Then during procedure, I will um, give them a little topical to numb their gum to make them go a little tingly so that when the, um, the, 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 the needle goes in, they don't even feel much. If not, I will guide them saying just a little brick. So it goes really quick. I usually uh, count or even sing a little song, tell them some story to get them to not worry, not uh, focus, and get them distracted. 
and after that they technically should be numb there shouldn't be any more sensation so the feeling any procedure can just you know go on without any further worry or pain so what am i doing and then afterward we give them instructions to what to do and what not to do so we covered it before we cover during the procedure and we cover after the procedure so there should be shouldn't be any concern or worry so you should feel extremely safe when you um in our hands yeah so i, I do definitely feel a lot better knowing what to expect and stuff but um I'm sure most of us don't ever want to get our teeth drilled. So as kids, you know, what can we do to make sure we prevent, you know, cavities and other problems so we don't ever have to get, you know, fillings or crowns like that? Very good question. In fact, prevention is a bigger uh, uh, thing that we always push for. So guess what? First of all, cut down your sweet intake. Um, eat less sweet candies, dessert if you can't. But of course, you can't take candies away from kids, right? So if you have to eat, eat all your sweet at once. We don't want the sugary, don't want your teeth to bathe in the sugary environment so that the bacteria don't have the whole big pool of sweet to party on. Um, so that's the first step. Two, make sure you brush your teeth frequently, at least brush twice a day and make sure you floss, floss and floss and go in for the dentist to have a checkup regularly we recommend strongly recommend every six months so if there's any problem we can catch it early we can guide you coach you motivate you to take better care in case you slacked off um, before it gets further down the road so that's that's my advice absolutely i agree with you, you know brushing and flossing are so simple but very important to get down correctly. So can you explain, you know, what is the right way that kids should be brushing and flossing their teeth to prevent any cavities and other oral problems? There are a few ways to do it and um, depend on your dexterity, but in general, um, you can brush. First of all, use a soft toothbrush, okay? Then um, when you put the brush against your gum, <laughs> angle it in 45 degree and then you can do a circular motion. I found that circular motion, sometimes my patient like to do that. The other way is to chico chico, a little bit horizontal, one tooth at a time. Very, very gentle, very soft. And make sure you brush for two minutes, okay? In case you don't have a clock, guess what? Sing the happy birthday song in your head two times. That's equal to two minutes. I think um, most kids have the common problem of not brushing well and not brushing long enough. So if you overcome those problems, you can rest assured that you can um, avoid a lot of cavities. And what about flossing? Okay, again, same thing, depend on the dexterity, but uh, there, there are some stick floss over the counter. It's just on any supermarket show. So in case people cannot grab their, their floss around their fingers, um, just use a stick floss. You can slide, make sure you slide. Don't snap the floss in and don't hurt your gum. Slide the floss in between your teeth. Go against one tooth at a time. Um, make a little half C circle. And then you go to the back tooth, do another half C circle as well. But uh, if you don't have the stick floss you can definitely use a string floss i like the wax floss better because it's smoother 
hit at last uh, this last breakage with the wax floss so um, but guess what as long as you floss it doesn't matter whatever floss it is it's still better than not flossing at all so make sure you floss does it answer your question absolutely brushing and flossing very important for you guys so how exactly can you tell if you're doing a good job you know keeping your teeth clean is there any signs or anything you should look out for lots of time when I see, see kids come in their teeth are yellow they just finished eating Cheetos and they didn't even brush their teeth. They come in and swear up and down with me, I just brushed my teeth. And I just show them the mirror, look. So the most common problem and then the sign that you're asking me, just look in the mirror. Very, very easily you can find the color ring of uh, whatever the food that you eat definitely show on your teeth. You can't lie. So look. Two, open your mouth, look under your tongue. Um, look at the lower front teeth on the inside where the tongue rests against. That's the number one spot where you have a lot of tartar buildup from time to time. But if you don't ever look in the mirror, you will never see it. So make sure, look, 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 and look. And if you mean or you want to find these tartar, it's very easy. But if you don't care for it, you will never see it. So ask yourself, do you really want to know? If you do, plenty of sign for you to see. Okay. So, Okay, that's very good to know. Well, we're about to wrap up this episode. Is there anything else you would like to add before you go? Maybe a final message, fun facts, or common misconceptions you would like to debunk? Yes, seeing the dentist is not as bad as you think, okay? So, number one, take care of yourself, eat less sweet, brush your teeth, floss, then when you come to the dentist, I can rest assured that there won't be any problem if not there is there won't be too too much therefore the dentist visit will be a lot more fun than you think it is and also come and see the dentist often every six months we recommend um, so if you follow that guideline everyone will start loving to see the dentist much more than they do now yeah absolutely dentistry seems so fun and we can really change people's lives well that's all I have for you, Dr. Pham. Thank you so, so much. It was a pleasure talking to you, and I'm sure everyone learned something new here, and we can't wait to have you back soon. Thank you so much. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you again for having me. It's a pleasure speaking with you today, and wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Dentistry for Kids podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share with a family member or friend. Make sure to like and subscribe to our channel, too. Help us complete our mission to see bright smiles from all around the world. Thank you.